Coming up on this episode of Up for Debate, it's a creative challenge. We're making our own radio commercials. I have no idea how it's going to go, so you're definitely going to want to listen to this one. It's Up for Debate. It's starting right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 86, recorded August 24th, 2017. Matt and Sean, Commercial Kings. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the show that is happy to take your ad dollars in exchange for free promotion on the show. I'm Sean Jenks, joined, as always, by the man who is this sort of amorphous, asexual, blue, round-headed, unmoving figure, Matt. That really only makes what? sense for the video version. What am- no, because your, oh, your little I, okay. icon is I, just a little 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 person. He's not really even a person. He's more like a shape. But um, yeah, but the audio view. Uh, uh, yeah, listeners, I, I have feel no like idea they could have designed about. these. They could have designed these little icons a little better. The, the, I'm just a circle and and a slightly larger cylinder underneath that. Yeah, I don't quite know what it's supposed to be. But I mean, that that is basically how I look in real life. So. It kind of looks like a like a toad head from Mario. It doesn't have the right number of dots. No, but it's getting. No, there. if it had a, it was just, it would need a couple more dots. A couple more, but it's close. Um, hey, how about we do a live challenge where we design uh, <laughs> generic uh, placeholder uh, social media. You, you you lost some steam going through that idea, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> we let let's see if we can accomplish this creative challenge first. Only because Matt and you and I will, will be the first to admit we have a bit of a shaky reputation when it comes to these creative challenges we've done on the show. We've done I think maybe four of them up to this point, and I think some have been grand successes, like the minor league baseball team, the Tacoma Grits we created. Or the story we wrote uh, that I know you're not a fan of, but I'm still a fan of. Uh, but then we also fell short on some, like the I time we put made that in the lost column. No, that's a win. And you know what, Matt? Seriously, I was thinking about this in the car ride home from work today. I am a hundred percent on board if we want to retry that one because I feel like we're, we're we're in a better spot now. We know what we're doing a little bit better, and I think we could do we could crush it if we gave it a second shot. Really? Uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Maybe (laughs) if we enlisted, if we enlisted some help from uh, maybe from some key audience members. Good idea. Yeah. Or or maybe we got to make sure we eat our Wheaties that morning. Uh, Yeah. Or just not be dumb. Um, But with that being said, we're trying a creative challenge here tonight. We are going to be talking, uh, I'm saying radio commercials, but they're they're really audio commercials because podcasts do them, the radio does them. And you know what, Matt? I am a big fan of the radio commercial. When I uh, Many years ago, I switched to satellite radio in the car, and I, that was the one part of, which I guess is the selling point of satellite radio, but the one part of regular radio I really missed was the commercials because radio commercials are like no other. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Radio commercials are my jam. They're they're great, and 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 what I love about them because I want to talk about them a little bit before we get into the creative part, but is that they come in different flavors, and you know they always had uh, my personal favorite was always the was either the the high energy because it's radio, right? There's no visual, so you have to tell the story through the sound, 
And so you would always get those awesome ads with Sunday, 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 be there at the at the MetLife Stadium for Monster Jam Madness. We've got all your favorites, Gravedigger, Bigfoot, and Truckosaurus. Kids under 12 get in free, free, free this Sunday at the MetLife Stadium for Monster Jam Mayhem, Mayhem, Mayhem. I always love those wow. ads. Uh, you've been practicing. Those are, no, seriously. I, 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 it's just those always made me laugh because was that I, in the car. He was. I, I sing. I, I sing along. I talk along to the ads. Um, because the radio guy's always so excited for whatever it is, and it could be. It could literally. I had one for a furniture store once where they were like, "Come in and spin the wheel of savings," and it, it was like the dumbest thing, but it's so exciting. Uh, my my uh. So that reminded me of a, there's a radio ad that's playing around here now in the DC area. And uh, their thing is they keep mentioning how I believe it's for, it's for a warehouse or some kind of like government store type thing. They keep talking about how they're getting evicted and they say it over and over again. They're like, (laughs) the eviction is happening on Thursday. Come on in for prices and like they're talking about how everything is is like everything must go basically so they're like talking about how they're and i think that part of it was like we've just been served in action notice and out of here by saturday it's like it's like a very sad story uh because at the same time this is like see all right yeah the announcer sounded so excited about it so matt let's 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 we're going to mix up the format here. Let's do let's do a little creativity right now, Matt. If you were to make like the saddest backstory radio commercial. So like let's say just making it up here, it's a it's a it's a used car dealership, right? And they've fallen on some hard times. Things are not going great for the used car dealership. How do you think let let right. let's let's I'm going to put you on I'm going to play director here, Matt. We need you to sell me on some used cars that this guy has got to get rid of because things aren't going well. Let's go in the used car lot. We're going to sell all of our cars. If you don't buy a car, you suck. <laughs> he's just really rude. Is that why he's yeah. going out of business? Because he's just a jerk? <laughs> I love it. She's taking. He's trying to lead you into buying a car. It's a great gimmick. He's going to shout a stream of insults until somebody comes in and buys a car. You fat sack of crap. Come on down. You can't even buy a car, you piece of shit. (laughs) Exactly. You don't even deserve a car. You should walk everywhere. Get up off your fat ass and buy a car today. Before your wife leaves you forever. Uh, Again. Again. Oh man, that's actually a really because that's kind of like a sales technique. Like that's a just someone who's so upfront and blatant about it, and then it's like, oh, I you know, like, I need a used car. Where are you going to go? Oh, you should go the really rude guy. He gives good prices. <laughs> it's like the soup Nazi. Yes, that's or there. What's the? There's that famous hot dog stand in Los Angeles where their whole gimmick is they just insult you as they give you your hot dog, and that's like what they're known for. Yeah, I think there's a whole restaurant. In in New York City, where they do that, also, or that just might be every diner in New York City. Cue the laugh track. Do we have a laugh track? <laughs> we're we're a radio show now. <laughs> um, I don't think we need, anyone bought. We need that. a soundboard. You know, honestly, if I had the budget for a mixer, I would be constantly. <laughs> used. We would be like morning radio zoo. 
you know that's the, and that's another great thing about radio is they have they're actually known as their stingers is what they're called and it's those little kind of musical interludes that play between segments where it's kind of like you're listening to 101 fm the rock with your host big j and mad dog in the morning on 107 fm the jam I love those. Those are great too. Are and you they were reading these out of a book. No, these are. I'm just making <laughs> these up. No, look, because they're all the same, Matt. They're all the same, no matter where you go. It, it's it's and it's the funny thing is, and a lot of people don't realize this, because they all, the reason they all sound the same is because there's literally like one or two kind of like choirs in Los Angeles that just record them for the country for everyone around the country. You go to this one group who does like the 107 FM in the morning, and like it's just the really? same people do them for everybody. It's the same with car commercials. Uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, like, there can't be a huge market for that, right? No, and they want it, these people are the best at it, but it's the same for uh, car commercials on radio, is there's, like, one guy, and he's the, you know, at the end of car commercials, it's always the fast-talking disclaimer that they have, you know, Jackson Tuttle may apply, please call it alone, I can't, that's the part I can't do. But the, there's actually one guy who, does all of the rate all the car spots across the country on radio? He records them because he can talk so fast. Because legally they can't artificially speed it up, so he talks so fast that he's like the go-to guy for car commercials. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Now I will say um, my other favorite kind of commercial that used to play on radio is I. I came from a very small town, so we had a very small town radio station, and whenever a local business needed a radio ad. It was the same guy who did all of them. And so he would always come on in the, in the most like low key, kind of like mild voice and always be like, new, come on down to Matt's Pizzeria, conveniently located on 51 North Street in Pittsfield. Whether you're dining in or taking out, they've got pizza for the whole family. Try the special Meat Lovers 12 inch, only $8.95. Matt's Pizza, when you need a bite, Come on down. And like, but he do that regardless of what he advertised. It was always the same. Come on down to the billiards room. We've got pool for all types. Whether you're into snooker, eight ball, we've got it all. Conveniently located on 57 Silver Street. It's, you know, like, I always appreciated that as well. Yeah. You got to you got to wonder if he talks like that all the time. Well, I always thought like know? if I ran into him at the supermarket, like would I recognize him? Be like, you're the radio guy. <laughs> Probably Man, not. Stop talking like this. <laughs> this is how I talk now. A gypsy cursed me to talk like this. It's like this when forever. you cross your eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you cross your eyes and they get stuck like that. This is just how my voice is. My mother warned me if I talked now like on. this as a child, I'd always sound like this. I don't know, Matt. Did you have any particular favorite radio spots or types of and anything you'd like you like about audio ads? You know, I, I can't say I listened to the radio that much when I was a child, Sean. I I mean, like maybe there would there would be some radio ads. I, I can't really. There's none that really stick out in my mind, other than the one that I heard last week, where the the poor uh, it was it was a mattress. It was like a mattress store. It was like a mattress warehouse or something. And what always pisses getting, me off about the they never actually go out of business. Yeah. Did you ever notice that? No, no, I, I can't remember what business. Obviously, it wasn't a very effective ad because <laughs> I don't remember where this place was or what they sold. But they were just talking about how they were getting evicted and they didn't pay their taxes. And 
think they were trying to spin it off and like be funny about it, but it was a, kind of a sad situation. The thing about this podcast is, I, I got to be honest, it's 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 not very financially lucrative. I know you're surprised. Yeah, well, that's funny. Didn't want to take my advice for a premium membership service. No, no. The debate club did not take off as we hoped. We didn't get See, enough subscribers. I thought, I thought we could have some premium members. They pay us like 50 bucks for like a year subscription. Yeah, but Matt, the problem is when you offer a perk of nude photos of you, people are not interested. <laughs> That's not really a hey. perk. It's more of a threat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then we won't send the pictures if you pay for the subscription. How about that? <laughs> that's actually a pretty good idea. I mean, like, unless you that, that's just called blackmail. Uh, yeah, exactly. And that's not great. Play. So, you know what? I I thought you know we could have a, a little uh, debate club subscription, fifty bucks, and you get extra videos extra content of of matt and sean <laughs> matt we playing can, board games we can barely make this show once a week <laughs> we didn't do the show for a whole month what do you do no there's no extra content we just videotape ourselves doing stuff like uh, cleaning out our apartments and exclusive clip places. matt drives to work <laughs> You know, but that, yeah, it's only for the premium members. Only for the because this is the that's the content really, really they really want. That's doing. the valuable content. I mean, not like this free crap. That's we just how put we, out. that's that's where the money is. Premium content, premium membership. That's right, and when they can get like a little button that says "I'm a member." They can wear. Yeah, it you could send them the tote bag every. We still got tote bags. Tote bag. We still got them. So yeah, they gotta go. Um, but Matt, until we get the, the premium membership off the ground, we might need some sponsors and I know you listen to podcasts. Yes. Uh, occasionally, okay, occasionally. Okay. All right. Are you not this, not this one, but well, I know you don't like the sound of your own voice. <laughs> um, but I think we need to be prepared in the event that they want, someone wants to come and sponsor our show. We need to be able to prove that we are competent at reading ads and making their products sound appealing to our audience. And so I think we should right, use I this. Think that's very important. We should use this opportunity to prove to them how we can advertise. Now, Matt, I want to start off by saying, you know, a lot of times when shows sponsor a podcast, the podcasters usually get some, some amount of free product from that company, right? They got to test it out. They have to they have to promote the product, say what's good about it, so they have to use it. Matt, is there a product that you would like some free free stuff from, like free no. free versions of free free Nintendo stuff? Free Nintendo. Okay. Let's all right. market to Nintendo. All right, Matt. How would you? How would you? I want all kinds of cool things from Nintendo. All right. Well, then then let's let's do an ad for Nintendo right now. This is a this is a freebie, Nintendo. You're welcome. We're not even going to charge you for this one. Do they have? Do they have a lot of uh, radio ads for I, I, I don't really remember. I, I mean, like, I don't think so. I don't remember. Do, do, do you ever really hear radio ads for? Um, I don't like, know. Uh, gaming consoles. I guess it's more of like a show me. Don't tell me. Well, and to be honest, kind of there's just not that products. many radio ads for big national products either. Now that, you know, most radio ads that I'm familiar with are for local or regional businesses or businesses like 
insurance where you buy it locally, even though it's a national company. I don't know how many how many radio ads there are for just like every day. Like the iPhone, they don't do radio ads for the iPhone, you know? Let's do let's do an ad for Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, okay. All right. Should they need help? So right. this is pretty good. What what's what's the Why do they need help? They're in the they're in the song. They're in Yeah, but Matt, that was like twenty years ago. Yeah, but that song is a classic, Sean. That's like one of the best songs ever made. <laughs> Not really. So so then what you're saying is we should reference <laughs> in the ad that song, because that's what people are gonna remember about Abercrombie. Well, we don't I don't think we have the copyright. Do we have the copyright to do that? Ooh, is that... But we can do a sound alike where it's okay. kind of like the song, but legally different enough. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, okay. I, I'm down for that. I appreciate dudes who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I take her if I had one spell. <laughs> no, we've I was been gone since like... that winter. Since that winter. Yeah. Opposite of everything. Yes. Well, that's it's a parody. That's that's really all Weird Al does. Is he just takes popular songs and just makes them opposite? Yeah. Most people don't know that. Like Amish Paradise. Yeah, because Amish is the opposite of gangster. That's yes, that's gangsta. just a fact. Gangsta with the A. See, Matt, Gangsta's we, paradise. We we could we could pitch something like, "Come on down to Abercrombie and Fitch. They have clothes you like to wear, like shirts, also pants. Come on down to Abercrombie and Fitch." What was that? Was that End a commercial? That was the commercial. That was, was that, the ad. That was the ad. That was the ad, Matt. Oh, do you think they'll like it? No, I think that was very direct. I think you gotta you gotta kind of mess around with it a little bit. You gotta be like business. We gotta sell everything. <laughs> Get your ass over here and buy clothes from Abercrombie. Don't we're gonna find you? <laughs> Why are all your ads so threatening? <laughs> like we we, we know where you live here. Your mom. Your mom. She's here in our apartment, and we're not going to let her go until you buy something. Oh, my God. She's tied up in the corner <laughs> of the room. And your favorite dog. 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 Unless you leave a duffel bag full of cash over by the trash can at exactly midnight, <laughs> your loved ones will perish. We're just asking you to come in the store. Come in the <laughs> store, and we'll let her go. <laughs> Don't call the police. Or we'll kill her if you immediately. Don't like anything, you don't have to buy it. If you no. don't like any clothes, you can walk out. We're just saying. It's a low pressure come situation. On down. <laughs> this is great, Matt. I think the Abercrombie Fitch people are going to like it. Yeah, might need a little tweaking, though. Might. It might. So I feel like with a lot of the radio ads, there's always that really fast-talking guy who has to tell you all of the side effects. Oh, sure. Medication ads. Yeah, very popular. It's a lot more entertaining over the radio because you have to sit there and there's, not, there's nothing to look at. You just have to listen to the guy spout out all the horrible, horrible, catastrophic things that can befall you. All right, so Matt, take the medicine. let's do this, right? Let's pick an ailment. What ailment should our medication ad before butt cramps i don't think that's a thing but i like it and we're gonna roll with it butt cramps okay 
Now, Matt, I'm thinking you should do, because every, every good medication ad always has, like, the nice cheery part, and then they, like, casually slide into the side effects part. So I think you should do the cheery, upbeat part of the ad. Tell us, like, how much okay. better our life could be without butt cramps, and then I'll slide in with the fine print side effects. Are you tired of not being able to sit down in chairs or on couches? Then try this. What's the name of the buck? I don't buck come up with a name, Matt. Medication. Butt ease. <laughs> try the buddy's butter. <laughs> <laughs> try some buddy's butter. Your world will be a lot better, and your butt will thank you when it doesn't have any cramps. Ask your doctor if butt ease butter is right for you. Side effects may include nausea, heartburn, aching, butt cramps, more butt cramps, a sticky <laughs> butt. If 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 if, you, if your, your butt fall off, if if your butt is sticky for more than four hours, please consult a physician. Regular blood tests <laughs> may be required to see if you even have a butt. <laughs> Look for Don't our ad in Golf Digest. And then and then you come in with a closer. Come in with a closer. I'm so glad. Now that my butt cramps are gone, breathe a lot easier and sit down in chairs too. Do, 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 buddy's butter, making <laughs> your butt feel good. That was great. That was good. That was really, I think, I, like I think the one. buddy's butter people are really gonna, are gonna really enjoy that. Yeah. I'm down for that one. That's uh. That's the seller right there. Now, this is the part of the show where I have to uh, absolutely apologize to the folks watching us live on Facebook who tuned in not knowing what they were getting. Uh, this is what happened. Wait, we have, we have people, that, people are watching us right now? We have two people who are watching us live on Facebook right now. I thought we were just jamming. No, this is, we're, we're broadcasting. You're recording tomorrow. this? Yeah, oh, boy. Oh, Sadly, sad. I am. Uh, and hey, if, you're, if you oh, are watching no. live, comment on Facebook or call into the phone number. Let us know. What, um, oh, you know what? Don't call into the phone number because it won't work. Comment on Facebook. Let us know what products we should uh, be advertising on our show. You're our fans, so we want to know. It would probably work if you, you know, did the premium subscription price and had people pay to listen to the show. We'd be able to afford a phone number. And if you... I'm just saying. It's my own two cents. Well, Matt, and if you upgrade to the... If you go from the silver level up to the gold level backer... Uh, you can actually come to my house and sit next to me while I do the show. And if you go Whoa. from gold up to platinum, I'll just fucking leave and you can host. Like, I don't even have to be here. You can, you can host the show at the platinum backer level. How much money is the platinum backer? It's like roughly, uh, I mean, if you do it on an annual basis, like $28,000. What? But that's a oh, bargain. Never mind. I, I was I was gonna be like, all right, I got I got two bucks in my wallet. I, I'll host the show. <laughs> Man, you are hosting the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to host it from your house. You want your chair? All right, we that that'll be our big marquee episode. Is where you and I swap houses. <laughs> but nobody will know because they're listening on audio and they'll be so confused. Matt, have I ever told you that I was in a radio ad, a real radio ad? Uh, I feel like if you did, that probably would be something that like, if that were true, I mean, I think that would be something you'd be talking about 
a lot more. I feel like that's something you would say. You would you would be very happy and and more brag, adocious about it. Well, so I, I'm going to go ahead and say that that's false. Okay, Matt, it's 100 percent true. I was in a real false for false for 200, Alex. No, eh, sorry, not good. The correct answer was <laughs> true. I was in a real. I went to a professional recording studio. This was when I was working with a local bank, and I was helping them in high school with some marketing stuff. They were marketing towards teens, and I was a teen. And so they said, hey, Sean, would you like to be like the voice of the teen in our radio commercial? So I actually got to go to a professional recording studio and lay down some tracks, as they say. And I think they paid me like $50, which was pretty dope. And um, and I yes, I was. And they actually broadcast it on the radio, a real radio ad. Now, Matt, would you like to hear it? Yes, Sean. I actually have a copy. So I'm going to try. I, I have to play it over the microphone. So I apologize right. to our live viewers and to the people watching the video version. I'll clean it up for the audio version. But here we go. This is an ad for the um, Mountain One family of banks and their teen debit card spot. Listen to me. I'm the guy in the first part of the ad. Let's see if I can play this and it'll work. Does it cost money to use an ATM? Can I put money into a friend's account? I lost my debit card. Can someone steal my money? If I don't put any more money into my account, will the balance go lower? These are some actual questions teenagers have asked us at Music Bank and Williamstown Savings Bank. All teens are interested in spending money, but kids with their own bank accounts become... Right, I'm going to skip ahead here. ...dollars when the account is opened. For full details, call Hoosick Bank or Williamstown Savings Bank, your hometown banks, or go online and visit notyourmotherstebitcard.com. That's, That's notyourmotherstebitcard.com. A parent or... <laughs> that was me. That was me. <laughs> There is no way that was you. Sean. That was the, well. That the girl part that wasn't me. Not sound like you. But the guy part was. If I don't deposit money into my account, will my balance go lower? That was me. Yeah. Did they? Did they like doctor your voice? No. It, I, sound, it does sound a little bit like you. I, I could. I'm one of like, the like. I, I wouldn't have been able to gun to my head, but you told me it was you. So I, I'm one of the few people whose voices got higher as they got older. Like, I, ha I had a deeper voice when I was in high school, which I didn't remember until I listened to that. Yeah, you know, that's, that's exactly I, I what I was going to say. I kind of sound a little bit more like this. Hey, did you know that the this and the... But no, I, my voice actually I got thought they had actually. It sounded like they modified it and they added more bass. Maybe, maybe they couldn't tell enough of a difference between my voice and the girl voice, so they deepened it a little bit. That's entirely possible. Huh. But that's pretty cool. Did they pay you to be in that ad? They did. I think it was like fifty bucks. Um, nice. Which is you got a nice. Uh, you I got think a that's nice a disc. I think. I think professional voiceover people get paid like five times that for the amount of work I did. But that's okay. Did it was you fun. Know, I, I had a brief goal, of being a voice actor at one point. Yeah. That's great. Like for this what? Was, what? For, for like what? For animation? For commercials? Oh, just like whatever. I, I thought it would be really cool to... Well, like what? Different people. Not even that it, that would be really cool, like I'd make a lot of money and be famous or whatever. Just that it'd be really cool to see my voice some other, like, thing. Some other medium. Well, but... That's like not me. Well, first of all, you hate hearing your own voice. Yeah, no, I do, but I feel like I would like it a lot better if it was coming out of somebody else's body. Mm, gotcha. So, 
All right, I, I'm I'm putting a like a a, a a detour here in the middle of the show because I'm fascinated by this. Okay, Matt, <laughs> what what's because you you can't just be a voiceover person. Like everyone who's that I'm aware of in voiceover, like they they're good at certain things. Like, what do you think your what do you think you would be really great at? Like, is it sort of the 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 sort of crazier side of animation? Is it more of the kind of robust side of advertising? Is it like audiobooks or maybe, you know, I don't know, uh, other things? I don't know. What would what would be your voiceover strong suit? I would totally want to do audiobooks. Cool. And I would I would have a voice for every character in the audiobook. You know, for people who have watched Game Nights, I would totally dig that. I would be on because you know what I, I hate as an audible subscriber. I absolutely despise how the like there, there'll be some, some voice actors are great. They'll, they'll do like a fantastic job. Um, but some just like make the book painful to listen to because they just are not into it at all. And it's very apparent. And I hate how they just like read line after line and they don't, like every character should have their own little voice, their own little like personality. Yeah, I I agree. I think they should. And some of the best audible books are ones where they actually bring in an acting cast. Um, I know they did that for some of the Harry Potter books, some of the Shakespeare stuff. I know I once got an audible book on the history of the Simpsons, but it was written in a way that was... Like, have you ever read any of those interview style books where it's just direct quotes from interviews just in order? So it's not, there's no like narrative sentences between them. And don't ever do that on Audible because you cannot tell when one person stops talking and another starts because it's all in the same voice and it makes it very hard to follow. So I'm totally with you. The same goes for many things on uh, Audible is really like a, like a, I mean, general are really like a, like a crapshoot recently and there's this notes in it so they would be talking about like something and then all of a sudden the guy would go footnote yeah you would think they would back, know to leave like, right that back out. into the well, i mean well footnotes are important but really like what i'm saying is in that media is not much of a better way to do it than to just read the footnotes yep but some sometimes i feel like there should be like a disclaimer there should be a way. There should be a way. I'm just saying. There's. A, there should be a way to figure that out without having to search too hard. Yeah. Well, they should let you listen to the first hour or two, and then if you don't like it, you can return it. Um, that seems to me to be pretty easy. Hey, did you listen to the Ready Player One audiobook, by the way? Um, I I listened to the sample. I listened to oh. the demo, and then then I just read the rest on my Kindle. Oh, okay. Because I'm because I got to read it, but I'm thinking maybe I'll do the audiobook. Although it's 15 hours. In the world of audiobooks, that's. That's like par for the course. No, I know, but I only, I, I don't have a lot of time to, well, I don't really have time to read it. Anyway, uh, off topic. You, know what? You, you might, you might just be better off reading it, to be honest, because even though Will Wheaton narrates it, which actually makes it kind of hilarious at a certain point, I won't spoil it, but um, you might, you're probably better off reading it because there, there are some parts of that book that are just like references for, for for days actually that's really the whole book it's just like reference 1980s callbacks and references and sure it is a better way to digest that because then otherwise it just seems like will wheaton is reading you a list of 80s references 
And by the way, the folks at home, the reason we're talking about Ready Player One is because on an upcoming episode, Date TBD, uh, Matt and I are going to do the first edition of our book club where we're going to talk about Ready Player One. So I guess you should start reading it now, fans, uh, so you're already up to speed by the time we do it on the show. Now, Matt, I um, when it comes to your future voiceover career, do you have any characters already in your back pocket that maybe you could trot out on an odd, you know, like, <laughs> like, like, like if you were walking in the Kroger and all of a sudden you bumped into a, an agent, a Hollywood agent representing voice talent. And he's like, Oh, so you think you can be a voice actor audition for me? Dance monkey dance. Um, what, well, what's your go to? I don't character? have any characters. See, that's the thing is that I, I think as up to whatever the character want, like whatever the role was. Okay. Some, give me a character here. Give me a, uh, all right. You're a podcast co-host and the show okay. is funny sometimes. And you talk about <laughs> random things go. Okay. Is that in the official, description of our show oh we're gonna end, um, by the way we're gonna end the show making a commercial for this show so hold that funny thought. sometimes we talk about things it's basically it okay i can't think i can do that Here. my name is sean jennings and i'm a co-host have we really gotten to the point of the show? We've done 86 of these episodes, and we're now to the point where we're so annoyed with each other, we start doing, like, impressions. I'm Matt. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> I love I podcasting. I like Whoa. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be great. No, all right, Matt, how about this? Let's imagine you are a cartoon horse. What would you sound like? Well, my name is a horse, Matt. <laughs> That's pretty good. Now, what if you were a talking trash can? My name is Talking Trash Can. All right. By That's the way. that's pretty good. Now, what if you were an astronaut in your spacesuit? Roger that, Control. This is Astronaut Matt in outer space coming to you live from the moon. That's That sounded legit. Matt, I don't know. You might have a future. All right. <laughs> let's, let's say you're, you're, you're a, a wealthy New York billionaire. Hmm. This is, a, this is a tough one. Wealthy New York. Hey, I got a billion dollars. <laughs> Get out of my way. Hey, I appreciate how you really took is. the New York part of that very seriously. <laughs> okay. I write for a magazine and I'm in the stock market. <laughs> um, you know, I will say I was doing Michael Johnson on Facebook says Matthew does Opposite. masterful impressions. Truly. I've seen it firsthand. Uh, Matt, I want you, if you wouldn't mind to, um, Oh shoot! I was gonna have you do one more, and it was, but I, I forgot what what was it? God damn it! Um, I would like you to do an impression. Oh, now. hey, bring bring it! You know I'm really terrible at this, so to do an impression of a turtle who is also a communist. Well, well, I think that the 
I think that the the the, the uh, I think communism's great. That was that was a little too specific. You gotta you gotta. I want I want to I want to I want to mulligan. I want to mulligan. Excellent. Mull again. Okay. All right. You were you were on. I think you were on the right track. You had Sky. I want you to be a um for a an evil organization for an evil organization so underwater oh an, an underwater evil organization okay ha yes ha yes in my underground submarine where i sound somewhat normal yes uh, secret underground underwater evil organization will will get you hero um i i'm not I wasn't really feeling the underwater part. Really stressed. He's he's physically underwater. Uh, all right, all right. Not in like a base underwater. Like, uh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I'll get you, Aquaman. How was that? We need to give him a little. Then. A, a what? Really thick, thick Italian accent. Thick Italian. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I'm just gonna end up doing Sylvester Stallone, so I don't think anybody wants that. <laughs> um, that would be that would be bad. Uh, although I can do a Sylvester Stallone if that's what we're. Well, hey, I, I yo, sing- man, hey, you know, I'm just saying. I think that uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta win the big fight. You know, you gotta who's who's gonna be Apollo Creed? I'm just saying. You know? Um, that's my Sylvester Stallone impression. It's not very good. All right, I. I think that we could end the segment by just saying that we're both very talented voice actors. Matt, we're getting a phone call, but you're not going to be able to hear it. Which I'm sorry to say. Hello, who is this on the phone? That's pretty late. So that means you're just going to have to act it out. Oh, no. It's is this who I think it is? Yes, yes, it is. It's 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 our good friend, Stefan Joanna. Collectors, isn't it? Steph and Joanna. Now, I have to warn you guys, uh, Matt cannot hear you. You have to do your best impression of them. Okay. Uh, Matt's asking me to do, and they can't hear you, Matt. So this is is killer radio. This is great. What kind of... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, this wouldn't have happened if you had had people pay for it. Oh, my God. (laughs) What are you... I don't don't know what's going... Ladies, how are we doing? Guys, we just wanted to call in and see how your show is doing, and we were wondering why we can't see Matt's face. Oh, because Matt has the world's worst computer. They're asking why you they, they can't see your face. Because Matt's, Matt's trying to broadcast from uh, from the same computer they used to launch the, the moon mission, so um, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really have the technology to enable us to see his face. Oh. I know. Okay. We it's... wanted to call and say we're big fans of the show. Oh, then face surgery, so I can look more like you're you're talking over each other, so I can't hear what you're. This is going swimmingly. Uh, but before we're gonna have to hang up on you. We appreciate you guys calling in. We'll have you on uh, sometime as actual guests. But before we 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 let you go, we're doing this episode on commercials. Is there a product you would like to see Matt and I run a commercial for? Any any product. What the shake weight? The shake weight. Do they do they still make those? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah somewhere. 
All right, good. Well, then Matt and I will do a commercial for the Shakeway. Th- big thanks to Steph and Joanna. Yeah. Steph and Joanna, always a pleasure having you on the program. Please come thanks back John. as thanks full guests sometime. We love you guys. Oh, we love you too. Okay, hang it up. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, yeah, no, this is... Next time we'll have it set up so Matt can hear what people are saying. But Matt, they recommended we do an ad for... Do you remember the Shakeway? The very fa- that was a, the uh, very phallic exercise device? Yeah. Of course I remember that. Uh that fad, that craze. Where whatever happened to the shake weight? I always thought they were gonna make like new shake weight devices. Like like what, Matt? I'm very excited to hear the product line extension for shake weight. Like a heavier shake weight. Oh like like a hundred and twenty pound like deadlift shake weight. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. Eventually, your muscles are going to need a bigger weight, right? So that's awesome. So a shake, a shake weight that has like spikes and stuff, so it like hurts you when you're holding it. What? That that that's like you mixed a shake weight with a slap chop. A, a shake weight that gets really really hot. So like if you if you hold it for too long, it'll burn your hand. Matt, are you trying to make this product worse? No, there's no way to make it worse, Sean. It can really only get better. But right? Matt, I- I'm just saying, when you take a, a product people have purchased, um, and then you add spikes that make it uncomfortable, and it gets hot as you use it to the point where you can't hold it, to me, those don't sound like positive additions to the product. All right, Sean. How about a shake weight that has a microphone in it so that the government can hear everything you're saying? Well, that's pretty good. I mean, I could just take my Alexa tube and shake it. I don't think she'd like it. Um, <laughs> you know, another thing, too, would be we could take the shake weight, but before you exercise with it, you pour in some ice cream and a little bit of milk. And when you're done, you have a milkshake. Okay. Brilliant. That, that seems like a logical extent. It's the milkshake weight. Yeah, we've. Ta- I know we've talked about this before. You can only leave your house when you've done like 900 steps every day. We, we've definitely pitched this idea where it's like terrible things will happen to you if you don't exercise. Exactly. Like more of a threat. Every product you pitch, Matt, is like, so that you're, you're going to kidnap their family <laughs> unless they go to Abercrombie and Fitch, and you're going to lock them in their house if they don't exercise, and if they try to use the shake weight, they'll burn their hand or stab it. What yeah, what you, what you know, terror that's, that's dome are you living true. in? I really thought about that. I, I feel like should I should be like psychoanalyzed or something. I, either that, or maybe there is a market for just like devices that work so good they hurt you. Like I don't like <laughs> like like me for example. I'm the worst about like scheduling a haircut, right? But in Matt's world, if I don't schedule a haircut, I get electrocuted. Like that sounds like a good product. It's like the reminders, like the reminders app, but every time you miss a reminder, you get shocked. Well, there is a, there is a device you can get. Maybe I'll buy you one, Matt. That way you'll never get. There's a real device and it's like a watch and you put it on and it connects to via Bluetooth to the internet and you can program it to give you mild shocks when certain things happen. Would anyone buy that? People have, because it, it's, it's like you said, it's like the same, like, you know, so you don't forget things or if you do a bad habit or, <laughs> oh, you know, if you like, if you tweet too much and you want to stop every time you send a, a tweet, you get electrocuted. It's like our own, uh, what is that? A, um, 
It's our own little, uh, little, um, like the dog shock collar. No, I was thinking of the, uh, the box where you, the, the mouse gets the piece of cheese. Oh, the experiment there. It's our own, it's our own own fuller experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Basically. Car engine until you've walked two miles. So that way you lose weight. Matt, I think I wouldn't say this is great, but I do think it's an idea. Yeah, how about we do a radio ad for that? A radio ad for for Matt. How many times has this happened to you? And then it shows like, oh, because it's a radio ad, it can't show anything. And then someone's like, but how am I ever going to lose all this weight? I'm so fat. <laughs> Have we got the solution for you? New from Matco. It's what's the name of it? Hmm. What would we call it? The uh... the incentivizer. Yeah, the incentivizer. The incent, and then and then you get like a really like dramatic like you know it's all upbeat up to that point. New no, from Matco, it's the incentivizer. Doom, 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 doom. And then and then it's just like just heavy I breathing. <gasps> I was just thinking about my garbage voice. I thought that was pretty good. Your garbage voice was great. That was like I thought you were actual garbage for a minute. That's it's gonna take me far. I think, Matt, I think you've got a pretty legit voiceover career ahead of you. I think I could do those, like, after school. Yeah. Do they still do after school specials? Hey, guys, I'm Mr. Garbage. Do heroin. And then (laughs) Captain Planet comes in and he's like, Hello, kids. Don't listen to mean old Mr. Garbage. He'll tell you heroin feels Dr. great, Garbage. and while it does, you shouldn't do Dodge. it. Doctor of four years of medical school. And then years of medical garbage college to be called Mr. Garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dr. Garbage. <laughs> he got his doctorate in environmental studies. Ooh, the irony. Too good. Uh, he minored. He minored in marketing. That's why he he's, which anyone can do. It's very easy. And he's on the radio. That's why he's on the radio. He's what is he like? A, is he a, a DJ now? Yeah, I mean, he moonlights as one. That's how he's able to afford all the heroin. The morning zoo with Doctor Garbage. That actually sounds like a yeah. real radio show. <laughs> that would not surprise me. You're like Milwaukee's number one drive time radio show with Doctor Garbage, and you're like totally, I buy that. I'd listen to that podcast. You know, everyone would too. You know, hey, Dr. Garbage here. We're back. Seven o'clock on the top of the hour. We got to look at traffic coming up here. (laughs) I think that'd be great. Except, oh, the thing with Dr. Garbage, though, is that he always lies to you. (laughs) What is wrong with you? (laughs) It's nothing in your reality, honest. Only the people in the know are aware of it. Your garbage always tells lies, but you have to be routinely you have to be a routine listener to understand that. So if you're if you're just tuning in for the first time and you're getting some information from him, it is entirely false. But you don't know that unless you're a fan of the show. Like what? Give me an example of a Dr. Garbage radio lie. 
so he does he does advice he does like lifetime advice Mm -hmm. but he also does like weather reports and stuff but he just he'll just say it's gonna rain when it's not that's why it's like yeah that's the easy part of figuring out dr garbage's shtick is if you listen to his weather report because it's it's usually almost accurate but then he then it's completely false at the end and like for traffic, he could say there. Oh, big backup on I ninety seven. Uh, easily five ten miles. Huge accident. Police responding. Four car pile up. You're definitely going to want to steer clear for your drive home. But like, it's not yeah. true. Like, oh, it's Doctor Garbage. So I have to. I have to translate the exact opposite of. I I got to be honest, man. I don't think anyone would I listen to that. Definitely. But the the best part is when he gives you the lifetime advice, the life advice. All right. Well, well, then Dr. let's. Dr. Garbage's advice says. All right. Well, well, let's let's do a real example. Yeah, let's here. let's do let's do a commercial for Dr. Garbage. Okay. Well, well, a radio commercial yeah. for a radio announcer has got to be a little more a little more amped up. It's and it's got to have like the sound effects. It's really got to be kind of juiced. So. You know, something like. It, All right. Well, so you do you make the commercial there for Doctor Garbage, and I'll jump in as Doctor Garbage. Garbage advice line. All right, that's good. Now, Matt, I need to know what city Doctor Garbage does his show from. Manitoba. Did you say Manitoba? Manitoba. Manitoba. Okay, and can he's Canadian? Can, the Canadian Doctor Garbage. Yep. Okay, here we go. From Manitoba's number one classic rock hit station, it's The Morning Zoo with Dr. Garbage. Dr. Garbage brings you the best advice for your life, such as... If you stay up all night and play video games, it'll actually make your life... It'll make your life live... It'll make 20 years longer. Dr. Garbage gives crucial advice to the most difficult questions of our time, like this question. Me as a new, me as a caller in. Hey, Dr. Garbage, I'm having a problem with my fiance. She doesn't want me going out to the clubs at night, but I just want to hang out with my friends. What should I do? Tell her the only way that I go into the club is a sure way to cure cancer. Wow. Thanks, Dr. Garbage. Dr. Garbage on your number one hit station, Manitoba, WMPOB. That was great. That was really, I think people are going to want to listen to Dr. Garbage. Dr. Garbage. Yeah. He, he, he may be the fifth best character we've ever created on this show. All right. Who's, what character is better than Dr. Garbage? Uh, uh, Gertie, the grit was pretty great. Well, Gertie the Grit, yeah, that's that's the number one. That's the number one. Uh, I'm trying to think of other of other characters we created. Uh, what was it? Cassie was Cassie Steele the FBI agent in the story we wrote? Yes, she yeah. was pretty great. She found that ottoman full of blood. Yes, she could have been fleshed out a little bit more. But I'm going to go yeah. listen to that. That's a great one. Uh, I'm trying to think of other. I'll just throw uh, the egg also... the eggplant wizard in there just for fun. Okay, yeah, I like the eggplant wizard. That was fun. Uh, there was that dwarf, the the one that I, I, uh, my character in Dan's adventure. Oh, uh, Trum- Trumbolina was great. Gee whiz. Yeah. 
So good we don't remember her name. Uh, yeah, no, probably our fifth she best. Doctor, doctor, it goes into the pantheon doctor of... Marvin. That's canon, folks. That's part of show canon, so... Mark that down. My name is Dr. Garbage. Oh we, my God. That's good. You sound like you're constantly throwing up. I'm in so much pain. <laughs> Kill me. Kill garbage. me. <laughs> Why do I exist? I'm a talking pile of garbage. Put me out of my misery. I'm an affront <laughs> to God. Dr. Garbage. Dr. Garbage. Well, Matt, you know, oh. we're just about out of time. But I wanted to make sure we had enough time left because there's one commercial I think we definitely have oh. to make, which is a commercial for this show. Because I think other people, obviously, after listening yeah. to this episode, we're going to get flooded with major Fortune 500 companies who are going to want to advertise their products and services on this program. But in the event we want to advertise our show, like during the Super Bowl or something, the radio Super Bowl, um, we need an ad we can produce and give to them for them to air. They'll absolutely want us the halftime show. I think so. So, Matt, just start riffing, go for it, advertise this show. Sell me on it. Why? Why up for debate? Up for debate, you listen to when I have absolutely nothing else to listen to. What? Matt, we're supposed to... Is the show that you listen to said so? No, Matt, Matt, I don't think you... No, no, we want people to listen to the show. I think you're you're missing the point a little bit. Up for Debate is the greatest show I've been you out on a crucial... Yeah, Matt, you broke up through most of that, and it was a lot of gibberish. So I'm not sure what you said, but up for no, that was part of the my that was my that was my thing. Okay. Oh, that you're that was my ad. Oh, oh, the ad is that is that you always have a bad connection. (laughs) It gives people a flavor (laughs) of what they'll actually hear. If somebody hears that, they'll be like, "Wow, Matt, your connection's really bad. We better pay." Get a new one. Oh, so it's again, it's a threat. It's like, this is what the show will be like if you're not a Diamond <laughs> Club level member of the Up for Debate. Exactly. Wow, that's good. That's really good. I didn't think of that, Matt. You're kind of an evil genius. Hey, that's a month. This is, remind me to never put uh, you in thanks. charge of anything. This is very uncomfortable. I'm very concerned now. No. Nah. Like, you should be in charge of Comcast or I've something. Learned, I've learned a lot about myself through this episode. So Matt, now that we've gone through an hour of this, I have to ask you in the in the Hall of Fame of up for debate creative exercises, where does this one rank? How did we do? Okay, we definitely did better than the board game episode. I don't even count. That's that. absolutely good. <laughs> the fact that just the fact that that we we both we were finished like, it here. Yeah, the fact that we were able to get past thirty minutes. In the board game episode, I, while this episode was going on, I was I was actually rethinking the the whole show. I thought that we we wrote a story or what? That was yeah. the story episode. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. It was. I thought it was. I enjoyed. It. I mean, well, it, it was silly, but 
the, the Ottoman full of blood and the uh, the the union worker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, that was fun. Um, this one was definitely not as good as the minor league baseball episode. No, I think that was but our best. And that, few few episodes are. It's going to be a hard one to beat, um, I think, because that one was a very That's crisp idea. Tough. Now, Matt, do you remember the other time we made commercials on this show? What? The episode we did where we made a TV commercial. Oh, that was that was really good. That it was, was a good one. I thought it was. If I had to rank them, I would say it's baseball, creative writing. This episode, TV commercials, <laughs> board games. No. TV commercials was way better than this episode. No, it wasn't because it was a TV commercial we never made. It was, wasn't was like about purses in France or some weird nonsense. Yeah, it was in Switzerland and it was snowing and then something about an apricot. Y- yeah. I don't know. You'll have, to, you'll have to just listen to the episode. And, and what? go on our website right now. And watch one of those episodes. Well, I'll go ahead and tell people because I'm actually going to go back and listen to some of these because I don't remember all of them. But episode 20 was the one where we wrote the story, um, Spinning Yards and Telling Tales. Then we did the commercial one was Lights, Camera, Commercial, episode number 45. Then we did a Bases Loaded, episode number 54, where we did the baseball team. Then number 63 was We Make a Game. Don't listen to that one. Um, and then, yeah, then we did this one. So there you go. Good. Well, uh, another successful endeavor and outcome. I think we're going to be so fantastically rich. We won't know what to do with the money. Um, and frankly, we may just have to give it back. So we'll see how this turns out for us, but we are really out of time. So we've got to wrap it up here. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, you should go to our website up for debate.tv. We have all the episodes there, past, present, and future, including our past episodes, as I just mentioned. Uh, and you can also get all the info on where to subscribe there. Just click the subscribe button, all the websites, the video version on YouTube, um, and all the social media sites, including at up for debate TV on Twitter. We will be back next time with more discussion of something, uh, TBD, but you should definitely come back. It's going to be a lot of fun. So on behalf of Matt, this is Sean. Thanking all of you on behalf of, let me say on behalf of Matt and Dr. Garbage, uh, I'm Sean. Thank you for joining us. Uh, And we'll see you next time for uh, another fun time here on Up for Debate.